Welcome to the Divine Career Design Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Palmer. Week to week, you'll hear me interview experts in their fields of study, the highlights and challenges within their career, what an actual day-to-day looks like in their practice, and how to become an expert like them. There's so much to share, and I'm excited to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode, and I'm excited to be here talking with you today in studio. And school has begun, I think, for just about every state across our country and our nation. And I reside in California, in Orange County, and we have gone back to school. So my teenage daughter is gone back to school, and I have as well. And what I am noticing above all else is that regardless of what it looks like in your home with your kids going back to school, two things, is that the first is it's very different than anything we've done in the past. And in every home, it looks very different. In every home, there's you know, moms and dads both working from home with kids online. In some homes, there's not enough space for anybody to actually be in their own personal space. In some homes, there's no parent and children are not constantly being supervised. Of course, that's for older kids. And so a lot of experiences and feelings, emotions, and challenges are coming out of this. And one of the things that I want to talk to you about today is what we can do to teach our kids about managing their unwanted feelings or emotions. And I actually, I say that word unwanted hesitantly because one of the things is, is that it's, it's helpful if we actually recognize all of our feelings as being good for us. They're there to show us something. They're there to teach us something. And so if we consider all feelings to be helpful, regardless if we like them or not, then we're actually able to move forward with them. But this is something that I work a lot with my clients and and with my daughter. And it's something that I've experienced myself and, and experts you know, say, here's the here's the pieces that help us to move through unwanted emotions. And it's sort of a layered effect, right? Because we know that when we get a feeling, in order to process it in a healthy way, we have to be able to know what to do. And every emotion, different emotions call for a different response, right? Last week, the emotions that I shared with were were the deep emotions of pain and um, maybe there's regret or guilt that you really have to allow to come out. And, and a lot of times those deep, deep feelings can, can come out in forms that might, might be a little bit scary for us. So it's easier to leave them and let them sit rather than release those feelings. But today talking about unwanted feelings that we have, um, maybe frustration or, um, maybe worry or anxiousness. These are some of the feelings that come up a lot for teens. Um, they're really, they're worried and they're anxious. And I think it's, it's probably true that we feel that way as adults too. We're worried about things and we have anxiety about things. 
And there's a lot of healthy ways that we can actually teach our teens. So I'm going to cover four steps today about how to teach our teens ways to manage and move through their unwanted emotions and feelings. And these are ones that, you know, as I get through and I'll describe, these are ones that we can, we can, we, we experience often, right? But we don't like them, but we know that we experience them often. So let's just dive right in and we'll start with step one. And step one really is the place of self-awareness strategies. So this is uh, spotting your emotions and being able to name your feeling or your emotion. Now, this might sound really simple, but it actually can be challenging. And I'm going to explain to you how it connects with most of the time we say, I'm scared or um, I'm worried, and then we leave it at that. But oftentimes there's some underlying experience there that we need to dig a little bit deeper. So another point here is to really get to know yourself under stress. You know, just a side note, I know myself under stress and I know what I do when I'm under stress. I know my behaviors. I know my feelings. I know everything that triggers me. Um, so being aware is that first step. And this is, this is really all about building that EQ. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. It's a big buzzword in the, in the world among professionals and people of success. And the EQ is the emotional intelligence, right? Our IQ is our innate ability to, um, show intelligence, right? In our mind, solve problems, et cetera. Our emotional intelligence is how we regulate ourself uh, and how we regulate our emotions and our relationships. And that's that's really what that emotional intelligence is. And so the the EQ really is is a part of the process of just developing yourself and your awareness of yourself. So that's that's a great resource for anyone here who would be interested in learning more. And one of those is to seek feedback. So feedback is, I think, most important when you get it from yourself. Like, how did I do in that? Rate yourself. How did I do on a scale of one to five? Would I give myself a one? Not great at all. Would I give myself a three? Oh, okay. I, I couldn't have better. Or would I give myself a five? Like, yeah, I handled that with great, great, um, you know, ease. And so seeking feedback from yourself first and foremost, and then also from those around you, those who know you best and love you. And, you know, I know for myself each day, I'm uh, as, a, as an educator and in the experience of what we're doing right now, teaching remotely, it's nothing like I've ever experienced before. And I know that I'm doing a really good job. I'm doing a really good job. And I ask myself for my own feedback. And when I'm not doing a really good job, I shift it. So I'll talk about how we do that in the next three steps. So that step one really is that self-awareness, spotting your emotions and being able to name your feelings, and then getting to know yourself under stress and seeking feedback, and then also leaning in. That's another one, because oftentimes we try to automatically turn away from what's causing us to be stressed. And if you actually look at it as an experience that's going to teach you and give you 
um, life wisdom, you'll, you'll receive that if you ask for that, if that's what you're looking for. Now, I want to say that it's never the goal to uh, have something that is going to upset you. But the, but the goal, and when I say this, because there's always going to be things that upset us in life, but the goal in moving through this self-awareness piece and noticing these is that the next time that you experience the same trigger or emotion, that it has less of an impact on you because your body actually already recognizes it as like, oh, I've been here before and I know what to do. It's kind of like imagining if you take yourself back to that moment where you first realized I can get myself to the edge of the wall in the swimming pool. You were young. You were probably four, maybe five, maybe you were 10, but there was a point where it just clicked for you. It might've been the same way in riding a bicycle. And then when you got back in the pool or when you got back on the bike, your body just became more familiar with that imbalance, right, on the bike or not touching the floor of the swimming pool. And you knew what to do innately, right? Your body went into response and what your body knew to do, it just started to move, right? And you, and as you practiced swimming and as you practiced riding your bike, your body just got faster and better at responding. So that way, eventually it was just a quick innate response. It was just a part of who you were and how to respond in those ways. And I have lots of stories about, you know, things like this that have come into my life. I mean, I was a kindergarten teacher for, you know, nine years of my life. Wait, let me correct that. Eight years of my life. And, and those kids would definitely do things that I, I never could have wildly imagined, right? The cutest little things. And then they just, they just didn't know, you know, better. That was my, that was my, that was my gift and my opportunity to, to teach them about, about ways of, of being. So I just want to let you know that having these in your tool belt doesn't mean that you're not going to experience the the adversity in life or the contrast is another word that I've heard it being used at. It's not you're not going to not experience the challenges. You are going to have those. Adversity will be there, contrast will be there, challenge will be there. You'll just be able to accept it and it'll be like as if, "Oh, wow. Gosh, that used to really bum me out or that used to really get me riled up. And I actually have really great awareness about my emotions that it actually doesn't have a huge impact on me anymore. Now that, my friends, is definite growth. Okay, so let's go on to step two because this is the question that you'll ask is, why is this experience making me feel this way? So you're looking at the trigger in this question. So why is my brother yelling at me, making me feel this way? And, and then another question to go into deeper is what's the fear that's underlying the emotion beneath the presenting problem? And the presenting problem is just what, what is happening that you don't like? And then asking the question, why is it that this problem is making me feel this way? Why is it that when my brother yells at me, I feel this way? Or 
I think that that seems like a really simple question. And someone will say, well, who likes to be yelled at? Well, if you dig a little bit deeper and you're asking yourself why, and I would even challenge you to ask yourself why five times. And it could look something like this. For example, I had a client and she was recognizing that she was feeling frustrated. And she was feeling frustrated. And when I asked her, why are you frustrated? And she said, because I'm distracted. Well, why is being distracted making you feel this way? Because I'm not able to get my work done. Well, why is not getting your work done making you feel this way? Because I don't feel successful. And so as I continued to ask that why, and she would respond and answer to me, we got to it being a challenge for, for this girl to, to be able to actually ask for what she needs in order to feel successful. Can you imagine that? Out of all of that, that she was feeling frustrated because she was distracted. And when we continued to ask that why question, the core of the problem was that she doesn't ask for the things that she needs to be supported or to feel successful. And this is important because it really is what's going to be the key to getting to the next step to solve the problem. Because if she said, I'm feeling frustrated, and then the answer to I'm feeling frustrated was that she has too many distractions, well, we could have addressed the distractions, but we would not have been addressing the core of this of the challenge, which was she doesn't ask for what she needs in order to be successful. And so really getting to that place was what made a difference for her. And the third step is going to be then coming up with the solution. So once you know, and this is obviously really, I mean, if you're get if you get to step three, coming up with a solution, right, after asking the layers of questions, then the solution then sometimes becomes very evident. So in my case with my client, for her, it was, well, what do you need to ask for in order to be successful? And then when she was actually able to articulate and state that and ask for what she needs, she not only felt like she was going to be successful, she also felt like she was really supported. And that's really, really important for our teens. They feel really supported. And, and for us parents, I'll tell you what, I know sometimes we're just sitting there and we're like pulling our hair out and we're like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you need. Our, our teens' emotions are just drastically flooding towards us. And it's, they're hot one minute, they're cold one minute, they're lukewarm one minute. I mean, it's like, you just don't know what you're going to get. And so for a teen to be able to actually say what they need, that's really powerful. Really, really powerful. And that skill only continues to progress as they, you know, get, get older, if they continue to work on that, work through this process of, of solution-based thinking. So then the next is the follow-through. So actually, when you come up with the solution, and I think all of us parents can relate that this is the hardest part, 
Like the follow through is the hardest part. This is actually doing what you say you're going to do. This is being in integrity with yourself and with those around you. And I'll give a a simple and small example because I had committed to doing something for 40 days and it wasn't something much. I was taking 15 minutes of my day, not a lot of effort, time, energy, no money, nothing. I was just committing to doing something 15 minutes for 40 days in a row. And I got into about day 15 and then I was not able to complete a day. And I had a really great excuse. I was really, really ill. I was in the emergency room. But, and I think everybody would say, yep, okay, you're in the emergency room. Yeah, you get a pass. You you get to go on. And I, in that moment, I thought, nobody else will know. Nobody, you guys actually are the first <laughs> that know I committed to doing this, actually. I don't know that I've shared this with anybody else. And, and I knew then you're right. Absolutely. Everybody would have known. Everybody would have said, don't worry, you got to pass on that. But I would have finished the 40 days or technically 39. I could have gone to 41. I mean, it could have, but the goal really was to do it 40 days in a row without a break. And so when I tell you this story, what would you have done? Would you have kept going and just giving yourself a break? Would you had, you know, let yourself slide on that one. And I'll tell you, there would, been a, there would have been a time where I definitely would have. There would have been a time where I would never have committed to anything for 40 days in a row. <laughs> um, but I just played a higher level in life now where I know what my capacity of commitment is. And, and so I started over again. And I thought, you know what? Starting over again is going to do nothing but serve me. It's going to do nothing but help me because I'll get to really fulfill on my commitment, every part of my commitment. And so I started again and I am on day 35 right now. And and I, this, this coming weekend will be day 40 for me. And I can't wait. And I'm going to tell you what, I will feel so proud of myself. So follow through is huge. And that might've sound like a little bit of gloating and that's okay. Um, we get to be proud of ourselves. We get to recognize when we have overcome things and when like there would have been a place or a time in my life where I wouldn't have chosen to do that. And if I had chosen to do that, then that probably would have been totally fine and okay. But I could have used that as a way to reference the results that I have in my life. And so follow through is a huge piece. I'm sure there's a lot of us out there who have, you know, committed to a 28 day healthy living plan right? So you've identified the problem that I'm overweight or I don't feel good or I don't have energy or I'm always tired or I'm, I'm, my stomach is always hurting, right? You're identifying the problem and then you're recognizing, well, why does it, why do I feel this way? Well, probably because I'm not eating healthy, right? So that would be step two. And then step three is the solution, where you're, where you're finding a solution. Everybody finds different solutions, different programs out there that they use. And so the solution is, okay, I'm going to do this 28-day eating you know, plan. Um, some people you know, use all different kinds of methods and diets and programs. And I think it's all, it's all great if it works for you. And the only way it's going to work for you 
Now, maybe not the only way, but the way that it's going to work for you is if you follow through. And the follow through, regardless of what the outcome is, actually, regardless if you actually met your goal in the outcome, the follow through with, oh, I I said I was going to do something for this amount of time and I did it. That will build your confidence in yourself to next time try again and then know, okay, I'm going to try again and here's maybe where I didn't do so great. So I'm going to make some adjustments and I'm going to do it again. But you know, I committed to 28 days. I committed to 90 days. I'm going to stick to it. And, and then the piece that's really the, the part where, you know, in my story that I shared is where you get to recognize yourself. And this was so important. And that's kind of why I just demonstrated that with you as well. And I, and I was able to do this with my client is recognize the difference that it's made for you. And so for my client in the experience for her of feeling frustrated and then getting to the place where she then was able to say what she needs in order to feel successful and feel supported, it made a big difference in the way she actually completed her work and it built her confidence. She now knows, okay, well, if I don't like something, I actually can simply just share what I need in order to feel supported and successful. So let's go ahead and review really quickly, again, what the steps are going to be. And the first step is that piece of self-awareness, spotting your emotions and knowing how you work under stress and that self-awareness. And so it's recognizing those feelings. And then the second step is asking those why questions well, why am I feeling, and then fill in your feeling. You know, why am I feeling sad? Or why am I feeling lonely? Or why am I feeling anxious? The next step is going to be to find the solution. And you find the solution after you ask that why question over and over and over again. If you can get to five, that's really where you'll find the core value of what's being, what's being challenged. So step one is the self-awareness. Step two is asking the why questions. Step three is coming up with a solution. So knowing then, well, what's going to solve my problem? Step four is the follow-through. And we could go into a big, long discussion about what follow-through looks like, how people who are successful follow through right? They create plans. There's uh, timelines. There's um, uh, things that they omit out of their life that that could possibly have them, you know, fall off track. Um, so depending on what your goals are, right, there's follow through. And then with follow through comes a plan. Like you want to create a plan for being an experienced success. And then the last one is to, to celebrate yourself. Celebrate what it is that you've done to change and shift your current reality and experience that you've done. No one else changed anything, right? And this is all about what we can do to change our reaction to what's happening in the outside world or what's happening outside of us. Because I'm sure we've all heard that quote or that saying, well, you can't change what happens on the outside. You don't have 
the power to change what happens on the outside. The only power you have is to change what happens on the inside. And recognizing that in yourself is so important. Celebrating yourself, knowing what you're committed to and following through with it, and then giving yourself a pat on the back or taking yourself out for a, a treat, a self-care day, if that's what you know you need. So I encourage you to go through these steps or these processes, maybe make it a game and make it fun, right? Do this together with your teen. Maybe try it out yourself and, and just know that if there are feelings that are showing up, then there are ways to work with it. And, and I know that there's no feeling or experience that can't be changed with the power of the mind. There is no feeling that can't be changed with the power of the mind. I believe that wholeheartedly. And, and so I encourage you to use this as a way to make any changes that you identify that you want to make in your life. So hopefully that's encouraging. And I know it encourages me. It encourages me to know I have the power to make the changes that I want to have in my life. I have that. And the bigger the, the challenge, the, the bigger the mu those muscles get, right? Um, Five-year-olds do this work. And obviously their challenges are learning to tie their shoe. And 15-year-olds do this work. And their challenges are learning to make friends and finding, finding themselves. And 40-year-olds have these challenges. And those challenges are the work-life-family balance right? We all have these challenges and they just, the, the, the challenges just grow bigger as we grow. We know that. And so starting this off when our, our kids are young and being able to problem solve will make a huge difference for them being successful in life and setting them up for success. So I'm so grateful that I'm on this journey with you and, and that you listen in. I would love any feedback good or not great. <laughs> I don't look at anything as like good and bad. Um, but I would love your feedback to know, gosh, what are the questions that you have or what are the topics that are really constantly, you know, being questioned in your home, in your head, right? That's where the content for this podcast comes from is really like, what are the questions or what are the concerns that I'm constantly hearing because I'm just always listening. So I'd love to listen to what you have to share too. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Divine Career Design Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with your friends. Connect with me further on Instagram at amplify.u or visit the website at www.amplifyu.org to join our email list and receive our free guide to a divinely led career.